Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert, here today with Dr. Millicent Ravello. Millicent, we need to talk about bra fat. We definitely need to talk about bra fat. People hate it. They hate it. They absolutely hate it. I hate it. it too. I don't even have a bra. <laughs> I can't stand bra fat. This was a topic of conversation I had Monday, two days ago, all about bra fat, how we hate it, and what we can do about it. <clears throat> we can do a lot. We can do a lot. There are a lot of options. There are, and picking the right option will definitely determine whether you're successful in battling the bra fat. Yes. So what do we mean when we say bra fat? I think there are a couple of different places and areas that constitute bra fat. If you have bra fat, you know what it is. It's that pouch of fat that hangs out of your bra. And it can be kind of in the front at the top part of the breast, or it can be in the back where it kind of hangs over the back of the bra strap. And it's literally, it's what you can't fit into a bra that just spills out and hangs over. And it can be in skinny women. It can be in women with large breasts, small breasts. It doesn't necessarily matter the size of the breast or the person. It's just a troublesome area of fat. It's like the coronavirus. It knows no, there's nobody's safe from it and it must be stopped. It must. It must because we hate it. It's yeah, it's awful. I I mean, women really, they hate the bra fat. They come in, they're like, like, I'm going to cut it off if you don't (laughs) like kind of like that. And I'm like, settle down. No, no home surgery. We we're going to get to it. We've got plans. Um, Well, it's one of those things that you can't seem to squish away into a garment and you can't exercise it you can't exercise it away so you could be super skinny and have great breasts but you put on a certain cocktail dress or a bra and it just you can't you can't squish it away no it sucks it's the worst yeah and i i see why because it does exactly for the reason you're saying it ruins the look right so you get the the beautiful breasts and you get the abdominal contouring whether you're doing lipo or you're just in shape or whatever it is and you love the way things look and there's this thing right like (laughs) like an alien that doesn't belong on your body (laughs) just wrecking the look and we and it and we got to stop it so here are the ways tell me your approach to bra fat give me your lowdown because i mean you you've battled bra fat a lot on massive weight loss patients so I, th- I think it really, I wouldn't say I have a way because there's so many different places it can be and in different types of bodies. So making the diagnosis, of course, is, is, is number one. Important. Yeah. So where is it and what is it made of? Um, there are patients who sometimes it's just skin, which like, is the what most is it, what is it made of? Like, thing. Is it made of like Mrs. Fields cookies or Twinkies like, or ice it... cream sundaes or? <laughs> sometimes it is made from ice cream sundaes. It definitely is <laughs> for sure. <laughs> And and like, you know, you can't blame them. That's how it goes. Um, No, but I meant like in some patients, is it fat and extra skin or is it just extra skin? And the extra skin is the really hard one, which we can sort of go talk about as we talk about more surgery. If it's in the front, you know, kind of at the top part of the bra line or if it's in the back right above the bra strap and it's just fat liposuction is great for this area love the liposuction it's a small area to treat you can do it in combination with any other procedure it works great provided that your skin is tight enough and can kind of shrink down and that's all you need sometimes i will throw this out there this is the one place i will consider putting kybella kybella is a form really? of injectable basically fat dissolver it was designed to be used under the chin for a chin fat but you can kind of put it anywhere off label kybella actually i like for that upper bra fat where it's just a little bit 
fairly noticeable other than to the patient and to you where it'd be kind of hard to liposuction because it's such a small area. Huh. Kybella works well there. Wow. So that's the one place I will consider putting Kybella instead of liposuction if it's very small. Good to know. But otherwise, I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. See, now I get to teach you things on it's this the podcast. Best. I love that. <laughs> But yeah, liposuction would probably be my first go-to if it's a small area and the patient has good skin quality. Well, I love the laser lipo for this because yeah. this oh, yeah. is where you can really use the diode laser to shrink wrap that skin, doing the bra fat with the light laser lipo. And again, I am a consultant to Alma Laser, so I have to mention that. Um, but I find that you get amazing tightening of that nasty right. skin and, and to treat bra fat, that's the way to go because the next level that, well, there's another minimally invasive approach, which I think also that, uh, this is where freeze the fat works a little bit. It, it it's not great. Yeah. It's not great, but it's a good spot because you can actually, you know, clamp on it and get a, get a little bit of that, um, that cryo approach to it. Freeze the fat being cool sculpting. Yes. yes. Or what, or whatever. I, isn't there another I think- one now? Not that I'm aware of. Maybe. Well, maybe, I don't but, know. But yeah, the, the number one is cool sculpting, cool sculpting. You know, yeah. is fine. Um, but the the way that it, you get into the next level is where you start cutting, cutting. the fat away and making yeah. scars. Yeah. And so this is usually in patients that have not only extra fat in that area, they also have extra skin. Lots of skin. Lots of skin. And this can be in anybody. It could be just someone that has a lot of extra skin, usually older patients, or it can be in the massive weight loss patients where they have extra skin everywhere. And this is definitely a much more involved procedure because the way I do it, if we're really talking about extra skin that needs to be cut out, is I do a bra line lift, usually in combination with a breast lift. So if you kind of think about it as an upper body lift, you're just getting rid of all that extra skin in the back, the bra area, and the breasts. That's a lot. I it's mean, a lot. And, and there's a lot of ways to design the operation, yeah. you know, especially if you're doing it for massive weight loss patients. I typically will include the brachioplasty yep. down yeah. along the chest wall and then into the breast. I was going to talk about that, but yeah, that's, a, that's just a big that's surgery. A beast. <laughs> that's, that operation is. I didn't it, want to talk about colossal. it because it gives me like the it's, jitters. Yeah, <laughs> it's but, such a know, long, big surgery. I do oh them. It's but so yeah, long. I have to like prepare ahead of time for it. Like you have like PTSD right now. I, I do. Tell. I totally have PTSD from those surgeries. <laughs> <laughs> but they work. Yeah, they do. But they're big incisions. I mean, those are massive amounts of incisions. I think about having an incision from one elbow up to your armpit, all the way around your body, and then out to the other elbow. I mean, that's a lot of skin. It's a lot of sewing. It's Somebody got to sew sewing. that up. You better have some extra In multiple extra hands. layers, Yeah. It's a lot of sewing. Does your PA do any of the sewing on those body lifts with you? Oh, yes. She's good? Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, I mean, you got to have somebody else. Otherwise, it would take you 14 days to get that sewn up yourself. For sure. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. People always, uh, you know, when they ask for these like massive body lifts, I mean, it's great. And they want to do them all at once. And we did this in Pittsburgh for a while. Dennis Hurwitz wrote a book called Total Body Lift. And it was like... Seven residents and him, like he was like the head chef, and he would mark everything and he'd cut everything. But then, like he, like he'd, he'd go then right. Then the yeah. next team would come in and zip it up because yeah. he had to do all the contouring. Right. But then he had all of us, you know, monkeys basically to right. sew everything up That's for the him. Only way you can do that. There's no other way. Yeah, but it put people much. in the ICU. They needed to donate yes. blood before the, yes. the blood loss was too much. So yeah. I, I, they they kind of abandoned the total body lift. It's, it's a lot. It's too much. Um, I tend to 
separate that out. So back to the bra fat. <laughs> we got we got way, way, way deep into the bra fat. Like the bra fat took us places we didn't know we were going. We didn't want to go there. We thought we'd forgotten about them. <laughs> All right, I'll pay for your therapy session. I get it. But the, um, you know, this bra fat stuff really makes the difference because you can do something about it. Yeah. And people don't know that they can do something about it. But I think when you do lipo, you can't just lipo that roll. You got to lipo the back a bit. Yeah. got to lipo the arm a bit. You got to lipo along the chest wall a bit. I mean, it has to be that you blend it and make it look really nice. Yeah. It's not just like, you know, whack that thing out and that's all. Yeah. And the other patients I see this in, I just saw one yesterday too. She had had a breast reduction previously And so her breasts were reduced and lifted and she really liked them, but she still had this stubborn area of bra fat that nobody had addressed at the time of her reduction. And it just, it it made her so unhappy. Kills the look. It killed it. She was like, why do I still have fat up here? So th- those are good ones that have the, just the lipo. You know, you got to tell your, like, I see that too. It's like, it's lack of guidance, you know, and as the plastic surgeon, it's your job to say, by the way. Uh, you know, and like I, I have a friend in Canada that did did loads of breast reductions and she would say, listen, because in Canada, the breast reductions are paid for by the right. state. That's the deal. But the liposuction in the armpits is oh, not out on the side. Yeah, yeah, you don't you can't pull the liposuction in the machine and have, you know, the government pay for it. So the, they would have to pay for the, the lipo in the armpits. And you got to do that. And I think patients should understand that when you are getting a breast reduction, part of it is going to have to be elective that you pay for where you pay for the lipo in the on, on the side on the sides. Because it goes back to what you're saying it has to, everything has to blend so you yeah. can't just cut out one area and leave one area behind you have to blend it but if you're talking about insurance payments insurance really could care less what your breasts look like because they're just they don't, pay, care. They don't care they're, they're paying, paying for them to be smaller to be period. smaller to you know that's fix it. the medical problem everything else they could care less about yeah you want it to look nice that's on you that's on you yeah, and and they and that's not what the insurance company is there for. They're yeah. there to pay for the medically necessary part, and then you know you got to shell out for the uh, for, for the, the nice cosmetic. looking part. <laughs> this is a hard concept, but you know, I, I in fact I did a consult today with a patient, and uh, she needed a rhinoplasty, and I said, oh, so do you have any breathing problems? She said, nope, and uh, I said, you don't take any medications for it? Nope, nope, nope. We go through everything that she wants to do with her nose. And then she's like, okay, so for my insurance part, like what, what can I expect them to pay? I was like, nothing. Let me think about that. Let me calculate that. Deductibles, copay. Oh, wait, <laughs> zero. <laughs> nothing because you, you don't have any breathing problems. Oh, but I have insurance. I was like, uh, that's cool. But like, I can't bill them for like a cosmetic rhinoplasty if you had a septoplasty and you've been treated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so that's the part where it's like you, you can get insurance to pay for parts of these operations, but you have to have a medical, you have to have problem. a medical problem. You yeah. can't just, you know, send them a bill. They don't, they don't appreciate that and they're yeah. not going to pay it. So anyway, that's, that's a whole nother podcast we should, we do. should do insurance. Definitely. Do insurance I'm telling with you. plastic surgery. It's like, cause it, it is so misunderstood. Yeah. yeah, we will do that. That's a good one to do. Yeah. We've gone all down all kinds of rabbit holes. <laughs> The bra fat the takes you places. Schizophrenic podcast. Well, listen, but we did say what to do about bra fat. You can suck it, you can cut it, you can inject it, and you can freeze it. That is correct. All of the above. My favorite is to laser liposuck it. Don't you think? I like that terminology. Maybe you should phrase like, what is that patented? Laser liposuck laser it. Trademark it. Trademark it. There it is. I don't think I can do that. I think that would, I don't know. I, you can't because you can't trademark something that says what it is. Nah. Okay. Like I had a hard time getting a trademark on, 
uh, lipo massager because it it's a massager that massages fat lipo yeah. lipid so you you can't trademark it but somehow I got that trademark name All right. and then I gave up on it because I just couldn't stand keep paying for it I think LP LP uses it now they were like oh that sounds good we'll we'll pay for it I was like go for it but the uh, the bra fat it goes away with these treatments and it doesn't hang out of the bra and it makes life better for everyone Way better you agree i agree all right well this is the beverly hills plastic surgery podcast coming to you from the 90210 the beverly hills plastic surgery podcast is brought to you by rock spa this is medi spa located both in beverly hills and newport beach providing services such as botox fillers lasers and all therapy as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive. Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-640-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty. And if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast, you will get the members pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery. But there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com, and you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800, and that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.